This is The State for Monday, March 20th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the week, focusing on MSU Gymnastics, Michigan State Gymnastics ended its Big Ten campaign in Iowa City, where the Spartans claimed second place in the Big Ten Championship with a score of 197.550. From start to finish, the final session of the Big Ten Championship was a beautiful battle full of jaw-dropping performances from MSU, Michigan, Iowa, and Ohio State. Michigan kicked off the Big Ten Championship on the floor. Senior Nia Smith started the Spartans off with a solid 9.850 to set the tone for the evening. Also, a show-stopping day from MSU sophomore Skyla Schult landed her in second place with a high of 39.625. To cap off the evening, the Spartans were awarded two Big Ten accolades. Nikki Smith was named Big Ten Freshman of the Year, the same title Schult acquired just last year, and head coach Mike Rowe clinched Big Ten Coach of the Year for the second year in a row. With every Spartan gymnast scoring above 9.850 on the floor, the Spartans ended Rotation 1 with a 49.425. Unfortunately for the Spartans, Michigan put up six scores above 9.900 to finish in first place with a 49.725. Unlike their earlier meeting this season, The Spartans fell to the Wolverines, who scored a huge 198.0 to win the Big Ten Championship. Michigan State finished second, and Minnesota followed close behind with a 197.250. It was not the outcome the Spartans hoped for, but luckily for them, their season is not over yet. Today at noon, Michigan State will find out when and where their regional competition will be held at the end of this month. For our second headline, focusing on campus news, a post-shooting healing event organized by two students in collaboration with MSU and the MSU Museum confused students who interpreted the event as a protest against the university. Psychology sophomores Hannah Greenspan and Kieran Krafthever were inspired to put on a community-centered healing event by Krafthever's blog, Spartan Stronger, which gives students the opportunity to post testimonials about the February 13th mass shooting at MSU. However, the pair labeled the event as a walkout occurring during class hours, which led many students to understand the event as a protest against the university. For several students, including anthropology sophomore Aaron Wilcock, the term walkout sounded like a protest related to gun control or directed toward the university. It's not political, Kraft Hever said. I feel like people need to reel that in. We are kicking ourselves for calling it a walkout. The confusion kicked in when the event was rescheduled to Sunday, March 19th, after heavy snowfall on the Monday it was originally scheduled for. Wilcock was one of a few students who commented on the walkout's Instagram page, expressing concern that a walkout would occur on a weekend. The event had been planned in collaboration with the university who would be providing sound systems, tables, and materials. 
When Greenspan and Crafthever saw the need to reschedule because of the weather, they originally decided on Wednesday, March 15th, but were told the university couldn't support them with materials if the event potentially interrupted two school days, leading the pair to reschedule for a weekend. Greenspan and Crafthever said it was never meant to be a protest against the university. They said there was no point during the organization of the event where they felt limited by MSU. The rescheduled event was held yesterday at Demonstration Field. After a short speech from Greenspan and Crafthever, index cards were available for students to record their experiences from February 13th. All of the cards will be preserved in the MSU archives and, with permission, will be temporarily displayed in an exhibit inside the MSU Museum. For our final headline of the day, focusing on city news, Ingham County Health Department, or ICHD, will be participating in an opioid lawsuit settlement targeted at funding prevention and treatment efforts during the opioid epidemic. Proposed multi-billion dollar settlements from a national lawsuit against Teva Pharmaceuticals, Allergen Pharmaceuticals, CVS Pharmacy, and Walmart Pharmacy are being joined by Michigan, which could bring in a huge amount of money to the state's municipal governments over 13 years, according to a press release from State Attorney General Dana Nessel's office. Municipal governments are eligible to participate if it is currently litigating against the defendants or has a population of 10,000 or more. Each Michigan county is eligible, and Ingham County has signed on as a participant. The amount allocated to the state and its municipalities is partly dependent on the amount of participation of local governments, according to the statement. And before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting intervals of clouds and sunshine with a high of 48 and a low of 34. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with more.